0: Yeah, only I don't sleep next to teens. But yeah, the non-creepy parts of Piscondi, yeah. Actually, that just sounds worse. Piscondi sounds way worse. <laughs> Please don't say that word again. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. You know what I'm about it. I, I do have a lot of good road trip fucking stories from my family. They weren't good for everyone, but they some of them were good. <laughs> We don't. There was no P in this movie at all. <laughs> 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 Were you disappointed? You said that
1: like, oh no, there was no P in this movie at all. Yeah. I'm gonna write
0: an IMDb review of, like there was no P in this movie. One star. <laughs> Piscandi hates it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: are good movies and there are great movies. But that's not what we watch here because this is shitty cinema. Yeah. We are three film masochists who love to take on the worst movies we can find. Centered around our monthly theme to answer one simple question. Would you watch it again? I'm Jay and I'm joined by Dave. Bella,
0: And Casey. He touched my breast. (laughs) Every week,
1: one of us has to pick a movie based on that month's theme. Casey, what's this month's theme?
0: Make sure you empty your bladder because we can't pull over because it's motherfucking road trip month. (laughs) Woo! Are we there yet? We are sifting through all of the films that like to lie and say that a family that rides together stays together. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> no they don't they end no. up getting in a fight at a fucking shoney's and half the family's in the car and the other half stays at the shoney's last week we brought over the top which was some of that <laughs> <It And> was.
1: <laughs> which was weird
0: this week dave brought a movie that is over the top related dave what did you do to us
1: I did.
2: Uh, So first of all, the truck from over the top appears in this, which is great. And second of all, I figure we're going to double down. So I brought a movie that has two parallel road trips going on it. From 1989, uh, another classic from my childhood that I didn't realize was just a commercial. We watched The Wizard.
0: Yeah. Also a classic from my childhood. I have never seen this movie until (laughs) just an hour ago. And... I have feelings, I definitely yeah. have feelings, for sure.
2: Its most enduring impact is the Power Glove meme, so that's that says something about the film we just watched.
1: Casey, we can help you out and the audience if Dave gives us an elevator pitch. So Dave, in the spirit of the 80s, I'm gonna need your best elevator pitch for The Wizard where you sell us this movie in 10 seconds or less. Here's the setup. You needed work so badly that you decided to partner with a string-tie-wearing child abductor for hire. Oh, man. But too bad he pissed off the wrong dad, because that dad is about to drive his truck into the car you are both in. In the ten seconds after you wake up in the hospital, sell Nurse Casey this movie.
2: The Wander Years and a kid with PTSD hitchhike to a Mario tournament run by cokeheads while pursued by a professional kidnapper in the real threat, Christian Slater.
1: Nine Still, seconds. He that is a like real, threat. real
2: threat. He is always the real threat. Just look <laughs> at his face. It's threatening.
0: Honestly, his eyes are always like mostly closed. Like how you can tell an anime character is bad. The ones that always have the eyes closed are usually like, oh, they're nice. They're nice. And they're like, oh, they burned down the whole village. God, he He's looks coming like for like your someone village. Someone hit him
2: with the green goblin gas. Like I want to <laughs> see him side by side with Willem Dafoe, but I really don't also. All right. Nurse Casey, you think this sounds like a phenomenal idea for a movie. So you're about to rush out of the room and try and steal it out from underneath me. Unfortunately, Dad is still out for vengeance. uh, So he is currently gunning it right outside the wall of the hospital. It's too bad I'm on an exterior room. So in the (laughs) 10 seconds before his truck comes crashing through the wall, sell us on this movie.
0: The humble prequel to Nomi Malone's Showgirl's character crosses two state lines with the Wonder Years and Rain Man for 50 grand while no one looks for her. Seven
1: seconds.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm glad we <laughs> both thought this was me. a prequel
2: to Showgirls. Yeah.
0: Okay, so here's the thing. They're about the same age. This absolutely could be the prequel to fucking Showgirls. Yes, I looked up? up the actress, and I looked up Elizabeth Berkeley and I think they're like two years apart. I'm just saying. Headcanon accepted.
1: All right. Before we get too invested in a Nomi Malone prequel... Let's go over the movie that shitty cinema watched.
2: 1989 was a simpler time. We were a lot more trusting back then. Kids were more capable because the millennials weren't out of the house yet. Uh, You could be a mercenary who kidnaps children as a career option, and road trips to California were a notable pastime for children without adults.
0: You know, it's usually the end of the road trip what starts with breaking someone out of jail, but I like it, got it right up front. Jail,
1: Casey? Because Fred Savage's character, Corey, sneaks his younger brother Jimmy out of a mental institution. A mental mail. Yeah, yeah. But all right. All right, fine. By jumping a ride in the back of a hostess delivery van. Because Jimmy just wants to go to California, and also because Jimmy's stepdad is a big old dick.
2: So when their dad learns they had it off, he takes their oldest brother, played by Christian Slater, to go find the boys. Jimmy's mom and stepdick hire a mercenary who specializes in finding missing children.
0: Yeah, I bet he helps those kids stay missing because he fucking molests them and put them in his basement.
1: (laughs) Normally, I'd argue Casey, but he also immediately threatens the dad to not find the kids first, which is just all of the red flags. Anyway, when Corey and Jimmy don't have enough money for tickets to California, they try to bet a girl they meet in a bus stop that Jimmy can beat her ass in Double Dragon.
2: Well, Jimmy did get 50,000 points in Double Dragon in like two minutes, one quarter. Uh, that's finished the game level of points, so he's some kind of
0: <gasps> Oh, that's the name of the movie, Dave. That's the <gasps> name of the movie, Casey.
2: Anyway, he beats the girl. She's all, oh, hey, I'm Haley. Let's work together. And then a third child has joined this weird hitchhiking road trip to California. It's a bit over the top for me.
0: Maybe they'll get picked up by a lonely trucker with a flex in the cab so he can work out and drive.
1: Wrong over the top, Casey. The wizard gives us two road trips for the price of one. On one side of the road, we have the kids who use Jimmy as a prized racing horse to beat the other children for their money to fuel their advance. (laughs) On the other side of the road, we have a race between the mercenary creep and the Slater-Dad combo.
0: Ooh, I hate a Slater-Dad combo.
1: (laughs) Ah, they're greasy, aren't they? Weirdly enough,
2: uh, Slater is... Slater's dad in this one is Bo Bridges. The year before, Slater's dad was played by Jeff Bridges in another film.
0: You can't just decide you don't like your Christian Slater and then pawn it off on a sibling or a family member. (laughs) You shouldn't have gotten the Slater in the first place.
2: The kids learn about Video Armageddon, a video game tournament in L.A. with a 50,000 smackaroo prize. So they have ups and downs of making money, losing money, almost giving up, and being robbed after hitchhiking because they flash a bunch of cash, despite Haley knowing the rules of the road.
0: This is a children's movie. Like, why would you, why would you put a blowjob joke in this? <laughs> what the fuck?
2: George Carlin hadn't made those rules of the road yet, Casey.
0: <laughs> They're timeless.
2: Yeah. Haley literally says it's the rules of the road she knows because her dad is a trucker.
1: And they're closely followed from town to town by the mercenary and the Slater-Dad combo. Slater and Dad bond over NES classics, actually talking and committing an escalating series of felonies with the mercenary. Because apparently laws and police just don't exist in the 80s. Like, I feel like we must have been at some kind of weird cultural crossroads here.
0: They're not girls, nor are they yet women, Jay. Not... It's a
1: different crossroads, Casey. It's an expression.
2: Anyway, the kids finally make it to video game Armageddon, and Jimmy makes it into the final three. uh, Alongside the only kid he couldn't beat along the way. The mercenary shows up and tries to capture Jimmy just before the big event, but of course Jimmy makes it to the stage just in time.
1: Despite having to play a brand new game, Super Mario 3... Banger absolute banger. Jimmy pulls off the upset win by finding the magic flute and making it to the warp zone.
2: Jimmy wins the video game tournament and leaves with his mom and stepdick, who showed up for video Armageddon followed by Slater, Corey, and the dad. Then Jimmy freaks out, yelling California to stop at a giant dinosaur exhibit.
1: Because... <gasps> The whole time that Jimmy has been refusing to speak or interact or kept walking off to California is because he has a photo of mom, dad, when they were still married, Corey Slater, Jimmy, and Jimmy's twin at the dinosaur in California, which is prior to his twin drowning in front of Jimmy and his parents divorcing, leaving him with terrible PTSD. And all he wants to do is recapture some semblance of the happiness and the darkness of his life. What the fuck? This is supposed to be a children's movie.
0: I thought he saw the dinosaurs and was like, hey, those are dead like my sister. Pull over. I want to get inside (laughs) what no one else was talking about that dead sister they just kind (laughs) of popped it right on us i
2: mean it's a kid's movie you could say he wants to go to california because he saw a picture and he likes fucking dinosaurs you don't have to throw this dead twin shit at me man
0: yeah and also did she drown or did he eat her (laughs) just answer
2: she drowned
0: why do you think he okay well listen (laughs) Did he or did she? Because if she if he did eat, if he if he had eaten her. It's not like the parents would tell the other kids that.
1: Right. And how do warlocks get their powers? Right. They I don't eat know. the flesh of other uh,
0: warlocks. Oh, my.
1: Are
2: you suggesting like what? He he sacrificed his sister to Asmodeus. Sure, yeah.
0: No, there's a reason I thought I ate. Oh, because they're twins. They're always trying to eat each other. Anyway, <laughs> that's not what I wanted to talk to you about. Okay. I wanted wait. to talk to you guys about hey. that Tucker Max. <laughs> that? Wait a minute. No, 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 like, yeah, the same know, no, 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 no,
2: no, 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 no. So is this a
0: Tucker Max? <laughs> no, me, <laughs> no, no. Bee- no,
2: no, you. Origin we...
0: story. Wait. No,
2: you. No. Because you have taken the twins eating each other in the womb thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you've now yeah. taken this out of the are like, are you under the impression that twins have a natural predisposition to incestual cannibalism?
0: Why is it incestual? They're not fucking, I hope. Gross. They're just eating each other. Why is everything gonna be gross with you, Dave? <laughs> Yeah, but did you see that sick power glove? Did it's you? so bad. It's so bad. Lie, it's so bad that Lucas, Lucas is a truck so stop kid. Right they now. meet that they're like, "Uh, this this little kid is the best," and they're like, "Nobody's better than Lucas." So right <laughs> You're so right. They treated him like Hansel, and so they meet Hansel slash Lucas, and he puts on his power glove, and he's like. I love the Nintendo Power Glove and like direct to camera. It's so bad. Well, yes, actually yeah. it was. Yeah. It it didn't sell worth <laughs> a shit because it wasn't great. Uh, thanks, Lucas. It's a little but odd. Lucas sold
1: it to me when I was a kid and I watched The Wizard. I wanted the Power Glove more than fucking anything.
0: Yeah, because you didn't have to pay for it.
1: Sure. Money didn't mean anything to me at that age. That's fine.
0: Yeah, can you imagine how your parents would react when (laughs) you play with it three times and realize it's a piece of shit and makes everything harder? And you're like, "Yeah, no," and then you never use it again.
2: Seventy-five dollars MSRP adjusted for inflation. Adjusted for inflation, it's one hundred and fifty-five dollars today
0: for a controller.
2: Absolutely for a controller that's worse (laughs) than the one that came in the box with your Nintendo. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: I feel like there, there was people rage smashing controllers when we were kids, but I feel like it wasn't as much because if you chucked a fucking controller with that short ass cable and a glass hard ass glass CRT, a fucker was just going to bounce back at you. And if you weren't quick enough, it was just going to smoke you in the face
0: original nintendo controllers were like the fucking blackberry bricks of their time like it's hard to break a super nintendo controller but a nintendo controller (laughs) is a weapon it's a plastic throwing star with buttons the edges are so fucking sharp not ergonomic whatsoever they're so like flat I guess they're made for tinier hands, but like I feel like fucking Shaq when I hold one and I'm like, God, this is so pokey and annoying. (laughs) Though I did immediately want to go play Mario 3 after like as soon as we got done with the movie, I was like, Fuck, that's so good. That movie's so oh oh, god that game.
2: It's it it is very much it's about one third a Nintendo commercial and it's a really (laughs) goddamn good Nintendo commercial.
1: Yes it is.
2: Like, it even made me kind of want to call the Nintendo helpline that charges you, like, $2 a minute to answer questions about video games because, <laughs> holy shit, Wait. was consumerism bad back then?
1: Do they still exist?
2: I don't believe so, no. I'm pretty sure that shut down.
1: Oh, okay. I always wanted to call them. Obviously couldn't. Again, right, that shit is expensive. But Wait a minute. Man.
0: Wait a minute. I have a business idea. Okay. What if we play and prey upon the nostalgia of gen x and i make a a nintendo helpline that's also a sex hotline because i've got a good phone sex voice just Uh, think about it like are you doing "Mm, both at the same time slide your power glove right on my (laughs) tight little hand
2: what it is, is it's a sex line, but while she's doing it, Casey's also playing retro NES games. No. So oh, yeah, baby, really?
1: Oh, eat my ass, you fucking turtle!
0: <laughs> I fucking hate
1: Super R-Type! I hate Super R-Type! Why am I playing this? Oh, fuck
0: Super R-Type! I know, right? Uh, the game's fucking terrible! I slowly undress myself. You fucking bitch. You fucking bitch. You cheating ass computer cunt. Where was I? oh, I'm taking my shoes off my house. You know it's... You know,
2: you get to pick you what sh- game she's playing to kind of meter the rage that you pick up.
1: Uh, yeah.
0: The really
2: sadistic guys pick Battletoads.
0: Oh man. Okay, so like the Our edgers Super Nintendo. It's people Super who are into edgers. Jokes. No, it's got to be original. Edgers right. are gonna listen to me play Tetris and Clacks. I don't know if you ever played Clacks, but that game, it was like kind of like Tetris-ish, kind of like Tetris and Doctor Mario, but it was like it kind of reminded you of like Tron. And that once those fuckers start coming down really fast, it's very stressful. And then it'll slow down, and like you know, it's just like ah. Anyway, so we're getting to the. Ah, yeah. <laughs> are you about to sneeze or are you about to come? Which one is it? Can it be both?
1: Or, Dave, it could be a game from the movie, which is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. The fucking oh, underwater God. levels Fuck. on those are fucking, fucking punishing. Bullshit.
2: This goddamn electric fucking tentacle yep. thing's hanging yep. off the ceiling and up from the ground. It's impossible. You gotta be pixel per. Fuck it. Fuck that level. Fuck that goddamn level.
0: Basically that's what we were yelling the whole movie is oh fuck that level. Oh no 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 oh my god.
1: Okay, it's just one of the worst levels. Like Nintendo has some really famously difficult games that are frustrating, and they chose to highlight a few of those, but they're also classics, like games that we played the shit out of. So watching fucking Slater and Bo Bridges sit down and play them, it did I'm I'm with you guys. I I have an itch to fucking bust out the Nintendo. Maybe after this recording, we're going to be playing some Super Mario 3. I don't know.
2: It's also kind of adorable from 2021, looking back at this film. One of our villains of the film, Lucas, the Power Glove Kid, uh, has to show off by saying that he has 97 games for his NES, which <laughs> at the time is the most unbelievable flex you can possibly do. Yes. I mean, most of us were running around with like six, right. maybe like ten, if your parents really Right, what are you, really a fucking you.
0: Vanderbilt? How do you afford all of them? How did you get all of them?
2: Like, most video stores that you could rent games from didn't have 97 games on the fucking shelf.
0: Okay, Jay, you, you mentioned Lucas earlier. Can I ruin everybody's day?
2: Oh, boy. No. I yes. really have to pee. Too. Should I go do that first so that... No. Oh.
0: So, I googled Lucas, and I was like, hey, that looks like a mug shot. So turns oh out boy. Lucas has more in common with the string tie guy than his own character because he molested someone and he's on oh. the sex oh. offender list. No. And, but wait, but wait.
2: Did he use the power glove? He got glove? arrested.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. no power glove, no love. He got arrested on the twentieth day of September. That really has nothing to do with anything, but I always have to sing it. <laughs> like, do you remember okay. Lucas arrested on the 20th day of September? Some great. I really want to ask for
2: there. more details, but I also really don't. I don't. I didn't look I for
0: more details. Like I confirmed it, and I was like, I don't. I don't want to know more. Let's give that kid some privacy and fuck Lucas. So you know, you know, you know what's
1: funny about that. He doesn't come off as the worst 80s villain. Like he's clearly a trope. That we loved to have that that villainous kid, mostly just kind of catty and douchey, but yeah, like tolerably douchey. Like yeah, Lucas thinks he's big shit. We all know right. he's meh. and who cares? He's a about mean
0: him? girl. He's right. a mean girl. Like, mm. Actually, he's like a mean old lady. It's like <laughs> I don't want to get my hands dirty, but let me go stir up some shit. Oh, they're right over here, Mr. Malaster. Come get these kids. <laughs> yeah right oh he, god he was he taking notes okay. oh my god he oh, was no lucas okay since <laughs> we brought up string tie guy and his his relation to lucas he is the molester for hire um <laughs> that <laughs> the parents decided to save it Don't get a real P.I. Get a guy with, you know, that's like not supposed to be around schools to find your kids because that's the last place they're going to go. So, you know what I mean? It's fine. You can't go into a school. Your kid's not going to run away to school. So
1: I want to describe this guy because he's fucking super goofy looking. He's bald. He's going balding in the front and he's got big ears and silly glasses on and he looks nerdy and he's wearing a. The first time we see him, he's wearing a blazer with. Padded shoulders, and he's not like a big guy, so it looks kind of ridiculous, and he's got this string tie on with a usually a short-sleeve button-down shirt, which is just a particular type of class. Often has a a pocket protector, it looks like, with a pen in his pocket. Right, He has a look. Yeah, the
2: the rest of the movie, he matches the color of his shirt exactly to the color of his pants. Run from anyone who does this. Monochrome (laughs) outfit is not a good look. This is prison wear,
1: man. So I think Casey's right to have a little bit of worry about this guy. And then and then okay, so is this a job is is like hunting down and retrieving lost children a job in the it, the way he describes it it's like dog the bounty hunter but for kids.
2: I you know, it's the late 80s. We don't really have cell phones yet. Maybe a few people have pagers, but that's as far as that goes. So yeah, you know, when you've got free-range children that just wander the streets throughout the day a few of them are going to make a wrong turn and end up in reno nevada every once in a while
0: his car oh his <laughs> car i don't listen if you're not a vaquero and you're wearing a string yeah. tie that's a molester
2: I mean, if you're 100%. currently in texas wearing a 10 gallon hat i think you can maybe get away with it
0: okay yeah
2: but otherwise no never a string tie is not a good look for anyone especially not a balding man with pedo glasses
0: i know yeah, right like, you would think he'd want to be incognito with his but i guess not it's the 80s they didn't have to be look at john wing incognito. you know mo- like po- allegedly molesting possibly what's the word i want to use <laughs> if it's not confirmed allegedly, allegedly allegedly, allegedly. Yeah, molesting kids isn't the only crime this guy committed he's fucking up cars like he's in street fighter another nintendo title (laughs) like he's just going around fucking shit up yeah him and jimmy's dad
2: have some pretty serious road rage issues between the two of them because every time they encounter each other on the road it instantly goes twisted metal just straight up collisions Yeah. yeah. nobody's fucking around man
1: we also get uh tire popping with knives and fucking the dad goes at uh the molester's car with a fucking shovel
0: can i also say i was pissed off that when bo bridges starts beating up the molester mobile that he never once breaks the fucking he doesn't ever swing at the windshield
1: i know Yeah,
2: he takes a shovel and he breaks out the headlights and he snaps off a mirror on the side but yeah he never swings on any of the glass on the vehicle and like that's super obvious right you always go for the glass
0: yeah easiest thing to break it's like in 1989, it's not going to be fixed in an hour. That's going to, like, really slow that guy up and more likely get him to be pulled over. So hopefully they randomly search him and find evidence and lock him away for a really, really long time.
1: No, no. The the only time the cops are there, they're basically ineffective in this movie. <laughs> so I don't <laughs> think that, that matters at all because... One of the times that they go at each other in the fucking middle of the street is on Main Street Town, USA, wherever the fuck they're at. And they just go, they fucking reverse around and turn around and run into each other. They do Demo Derby and Main Street and nobody gives a shit.
0: Counterpoint. The police do do some shit in this movie. In the beginning, they catch Jimmy walking to California and they pick him up and take him to, well, mental jail later. That was his parents' (laughs) decision. But after they, they got him. him
1: with a fucking plane, yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They buzzed. him with.
0: I don't think that. I don't think that was a cop though. I think that was just someone with a plane who likes to be addicted kids. But that opening scene has was my favorite part of the movie because they have the over informative nine one one dispatcher that's supposed to be like setting things up for you. And they're like, yeah, um, he's about seven years old. His mom's getting remarried. Um. You know, she always overspends on her credit card and doesn't pay it <laughs> off and honestly, she can't live without a man. Like wh- what? Like I guess oddly she's a personal terrible tipper. I mean, I do always tell people if someone's a bad tipper. That's it's part call. of your personality now. Right. That's on you.
2: Yeah, I did like that I did like that the next time Jimmy goes missing, the police try and come back with us. Oh, we don't have the manpower to be going after missing kids all the time. Dude, you had a plane on standby to look for this kid. You have nothing but manpower for this shit.
1: What the fuck are you doing? What the fuck else are you
2: doing?
1: Right, you're not obviously not getting the people in obvious demolition derbies and fights in the middle of the street.
0: We don't have 24-hour TV yet, man people are bored and they want to be in the shit so if i had a plane they're like we got a missing kid i was like i'll lend you my plane like you go full lord of the rings in a small town like i'll clear the field and hopefully not chop him up like a baby deer yes
2: here's what's gonna happen i'm gonna find your kid right with my plane i'm gonna fly down real low gonna open the door lean out tilt the plane grab him as i fly by (laughs) yes it's gonna be fucking sweet Side note: Do you know where I can get some more
1: cocaine? It's the '80s. Okay. Yes. But neighbor. I could. I if Jason Statham was in this movie, I could see that happening. Also, I'd buy it. So,
2: you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. I'm pretty yeah. sure I'm just describing yeah. a scene from one of the Fast and Furiouses at this point,
0: or <laughs> Expendables. You know, I think i think this movie was a bit tongue-in-cheek of they knew that guy looked like a molester and they played on that because the best scene of the movie that is partially in the trailer is when Haley realizes that jimmy's about to get kidnapped by the molestar and screams at the top of her lungs in the middle of a casino "Ah!" and that's where the commercial cuts but her next line is he touched my breast! <laughs> yeah. And yeah. he is descended upon by a locust of fucking rented cops and is drug off <laughs> to who knows where.
1: Okay, but the best part Great, that is he I was, was in screaming. the middle of, like, kidnapping a child, which they were doing nothing about. And then yeah, no. when she yells about the, the fucking sexual molestation accusation, they run in, separate him from the ki- child he was kidnapping, and then they lift him up and carry him away.
0: <laughs> That's effective. I, I loved that line. I yeah. laughed really fucking hard.
2: You know, I, I did also enjoy that line coming back to it in 2021. There are some unintended lessons that we're teaching her children with this movie. But again, if the guy you're accusing looks like this guy... I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying I get it. (laughs) Like, everyone in that casino in Reno, Nevada, was 100% ready to believe that this dude is a kiddie diddler. So,
0: Like, you never lie about sexual assault. Unless you're sure the guy's on the luster. (laughs) You get a free pass. You're cleaning up the streets like a vigilante. Um, (laughs) Basically Batman. (laughs) Follow me for more really good moral advice. She is! She's like a sexual harassment Batman. Right. Well, not only does he get arrested, he also gets his ass beat by truckers because she <laughs> told the truckers separately that that guy touched her breasts and they, like, surrounded him and four dudes beat the shit out of him.
2: Yeah, this is, like, Haley's go-to move when things don't go her way.
0: <laughs> yeah, I can't say I love it. It's, um, it's,
1: it's, it's a I'm little just, problematic, I mean, to say the least.
2: It's played for laughs, and it's just—it's not a good look, Haley. No, it's not.
0: Listen, don't fuck with Haley. Haley's gonna change her name to Nomi, and have a great <laughs> fucking life. This little girl gets to grow up to bang Mob Deep.
1: It, she does know the rules of the road. I'll give you
0: it, that.
2: It, she knows the rules of the road. checks out as a showgirl's prequel. Like she knows how <laughs> all gambling games work already.
0: Yeah. Wait wait a minute. I do have to mention that to make the situation worse, some brilliant motherfucker at the studio decided to add a line for the molester to say and mutter under his breath, Yeah, she doesn't even have breast to touch anyway. Why? Mm. Why? Why? Right. Why did you need that? We didn't Is that need necessary? that. Right. That means he was looking. He was waiting for the first bud of the woman to bloom.
2: <laughs> oh, no.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, He's do not nasty. want. He's nasty.
1: I don't like it when you say it that way. Why, Why would you phrase it that way?
0: Okay. At least we know if, if Haley is Nomi Malone, she grows out of the yelling, he touched my breast thing. And just goes to taking off her top and beating a man within the inch of a uh, within an inch of his life. So, Is that an upgrade? hey, that's an absolute upgrade. Okay. I fuck. Listen, I haven't. I have an admission to make. I loved Haley, and honestly, I'm glad that I didn't see this movie as a kid because I think her character could have influenced me in some way. Oh, yeah. Yeah,
2: We didn't didn't need you starting down that path any earlier. A
0: young impressionable Casey
1: would have been influenced by Haley?
0: A hundred percent. One hundred percent. Yeah. I'm going to start hanging out with truckers. You know, I'm going to start yelling, he touched my breast to steal gum from a party store. (laughs) You
1: know what I mean? Like everybody,
0: give them the old razzle dazzle, you zig, they zag. You know what I mean? I like
1: that it's, it's not like to get rich or to get a fucking Corvette, which is a stereotypical 80s car to have what, right? Uh, you know, I'm a kids. It's to steal gum.
2: I, right. But you don't bust out the he touched my breast line for the nickel gum, Jay. You use that when you want to go for the luxury shit. I mean, this is what Casey's going for. We're, we're going for the, the bubble tape
0: here. Gotcha. Yeah. It's gotcha. going to be expensive gum. Good. You want,
1: you want the gum that has flavor for four seconds and then is, like, chewing a rock. It's just a jaw yes. exercise.
0: Why do traumatized people have to have superpowers? Why was that a thing we did for a long time?
2: Yeah. I um,
1: don't know.
2: The, or, what's his you name? You know, Jimmy? like...
0: Everybody Jimmy. who is allegedly autistic is really good at, like, counting and, like, focusing on shit. That's like saying, like, everybody with kidney failure can read minds. Like Where do we get that? I'm sure there's a few people with kidney failure that can read minds. But it's – you know what I mean? Like, you just – why? Why can't they just be normal? Why can't they just – like, you portray them as a normal person that has something. You know what I mean? Like, why – he'd never played video games before this. No one ever noticed he was good at video games.
2: Yes, Wait, I have no. kidney failure. Yes, I can read minds, but that's not because I have kidney failure. Okay? Don't
0: put me in a box. Hold
2: I
1: on. you're I, thinking about it. I understood it. that as gaining the ability to read minds when you had kidney failure, which really just kind of makes kidney failure worse, right? Because suddenly you start hearing people's inner monologue in your brain with no idea, and you're suffering immensely, and then hearing their inner thoughts,
0: Worse yet, you know when your doctor's lying to you, like, yeah, it looks good. And he's like, this guy's fucked.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no! What? All
0: right,
2: we have rambled on about the insanity that is this hour and 39 minute long Nintendo commercial for a while now. So I think it's important we get down to the brass tacks. Casey, this was your first time viewing this classic from the late 80s, The Wizard, starring Fred Savage. Would you watch it again?
0: You know, I kind of want to go to that place Jimmy was hanging out before Fred Savage came along. This movie just assaulted me, left, <laughs> right, and center. And even if you could see the punches coming, you couldn't avoid them. Haley, the worldly future hooker, um, I couldn't. I loved her character. Her first line is, "Tell me what I want to know, or I'll scream." Um, and then she screamed about <laughs> a man touching her breast, like, love your fucking vibe and energy. And then I found out it's the girl from the postal service. And then I lost my fucking mind where I was like, I fucking conic. Um downside, Fred Savage is in this and his fucking mug is everywhere in it. He's like <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> yeah. hey guys, I'm being awkward. <laughs> um <laughs> even though it has christian slater in it yes i think i would watch this again oh. because it was a strange fucking ride and i know there's a drinking game in here somewhere uh but yeah i i absolutely would jay how about you 1989's the wizard would you watch it again
1: I don't know how I feel about continually revisiting stuff that I loved from my childhood and learning that I was just a sucker of marketing. I wanted, and in fact, and then my Nintendo power magazine was one of the greatest things I ever got in my entire life. I was all in on pretty much all of the video games that they showed. I love slurpees. I didn't even see that. I was a fucking <laughs> slurpee. nut. I am triggered over here. So it's, it's crazy to me going back and finding out that I was a victim of commercialization really even worse than I thought and it's weird how the pacing of the wizard is sometimes really slow and it feels like they got a bunch of separate people in different rooms to not talk to each other to write scenes because the characters feel really incongruent but yeah it's weird and it's kind of funny and it's super unself-aware in how hilarious it is and i find myself having a blast every time i watch it and then being train wrecked by the fucking seriousness again So, yes, I'm going to watch it again. I can't not. But, Dave, it was your choice. You brought this. 1989's The Wizard, a classic of shitty cinema. Would you watch it again?
2: God damn. You know, there's so much about this movie that I remember. Everybody remembers the power glove and the video game tournament where he uses the warp pipe to skip ahead. (laughs) Never remember the whole plot line about Jimmy watching his twin sister drown in a river. No. That always hits me like a Mack truck, man. Uh, we, we didn't even talk about how coke to the gills everyone involved in the video game tournament is, which is just really, really <laughs> excessive. Everybody's it's super pumped you. all the time there.
0: Yes. Oh, um, wait, please bring up the, the part that fucked me up the worst.
2: Uh-oh. Uh, oh yeah, um, I hands down, my favorite character in this whole film is the fucking host of the video game tournament, <laughs> who is just at all times take going to an absolute 11, and then makes it weird when he's introducing our finalist three and plays with the female contestants' pigtails. It's just, no, just don't do yeah. that. Yeah. Don't, don't do that. Don't no.
0: want the lovely Linda, or whatever her name was. Margo. Margo, oh Maura. God.
2: It's just such an 80s fucking movie, man. Um, And even though some aspects of it have not aged particularly well, I still had fun going back and watching this again. So, yeah, I am absolutely going to watch The Wizard again in the future, despite how much I just desperately hate Fred Savage as a child. Holy (laughs) shit. Holy shit, is he just the worst. All right, so this is a rare win, and we're all in agreement. Three out of three of us are going to sit down and watch The Wizard again. So happy everybody feels the same way. This is, uh, this is something soon, special right here. Not soon. It needs a minute Not to breathe. Soon. It's like a yeah. fine wine. Next week, we're going with a fan pick to continue our theme for this month. So, Casey, what are we watching next week to continue Road Trip Month?
0: Oh, this is a movie that I'm familiar with, but I think Jay's a lot more familiar with. Oh, no. Fucking Spice World. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, Oh, yeah, Alan Cummings.
1: That was the only movie that my sister watched for months on end, and she watched it like two to three times a day.
2: Oh, God.
0: Well, you're just going to have to wait till next week to get re-traumatized, Jay. Maybe you'll just be quiet and carry a lunchbox around in the meantime. Follow us on social media, Facebook at sh.ttcinema, Twitter at badmoviesbadpeople, PPL, Instagram at kc.cinema, Patreon slash shittycinema, or cinema.com. it's all posted in the description now let's turn off the lights slip on a string tie and go ask someone where we can find some kids oh no danger <laughs>